following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hit, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well to the broken helmet. Let's rock. Coming to you live on tape on this October 28th, 2023. It is week eight of the NFL season. It's going to be your Halloween-themed week. With as many ghost goblins and fucking costumes you can stack in a television screen. You are going to see that on camera this week. Faux show. Faux show. Although they'll probably really dial it up on, what, your Raiders game on Monday night, right? That's when they're going to show everybody. And the Saints. And the Saints. Yeah, Saints. They get all decked out. But that Monday night game. Too bad the Monday night game wasn't in Las Vegas because if that was a Raiders home game. Oh, my God. A ton of great costumes in there to pump. Halloween Eve. Have you picked out all of your costumes? Are you doing it or just you do the kids and that's it? Well, I have to work till 7, but yeah, we're, we're going to do it after I get home. We're, we're all being different Mario characters. Holy shit. Oh, congratulations to you. I think you might have picked the number one costume of this year based on what I saw just today going through Legoland. So took the kids up to Goshen, New York, and we went uh, Legoland, which I didn't know. Allie had found a deal, and it was, uh, you know, buy one, get a kid free. So we were going to take the kids and bring their friends, obviously. You know, uh, my one son, Ant's 12, and my other son, Mace, is 8. And so we went up there, and I didn't know it was, like, Halloween-themed. And sure enough... It was just a sea of kids, and everyone had costumes on. And you want to say Mario and Luigi. I must have said, oh, look, it's Mario. Maybe like 12 times again. There's another one. There's another one. And I couldn't figure it out because I completely forgot that the fucking movie came out this year. So it was the, yeah. the Super Mario Brothers uh, movie. So who, who's and the who? new And the new video game. Yeah, well, well, the video game, I'm sure. Yeah, the one that, I don't know, they keep plugging them as elephants when you see the trailers or the yeah. commercials. Uh, it's a it's yeah. a 2D one, right? It's not the 3D. It's it's yeah. the first 2D side scrolling. Quite a while. Yeah, side scrolling. So, um, but who's... it's 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 side scrolling with a, like a twist, though. Yeah, I know you change the characters. They got good reviews. I you know I haven't just I haven't done a side scrolling Super. Yeah, Mario they they put like, so, they put some here. they put some work into it for sure. Yeah, so I, I actually I'm I'm fucking really old. So all I do is I keep downloading, like play. I buy the PlayStation Plus, whatever membership thing for the year, which is like a buck thirty. You can just download old games and then play them and punch out of it. So that that's what I end up doing. But then I never end up playing the goddamn games. So it's a complete waste of my money. I'm just old. I'm just an old shit. That's what happens. So you got a couple of kids, but who's gonna be Mario? Who's gonna be? It's me, la Mario. And then Luigi uh, has got no saying. You know, poor fucking Luigi. No. Mario gets all the yeah. plug. He's got a saying, the whole nine. And then you walk by a fucking Luigi costume, and you're just like, oh, it's the, the brother in green. I think he's, I think Luigi says, 
Uh, I'm Luigi. I'm going to win. Oh, is that his thing now? Okay. All right. I, it, that was after my time. So let's it, go. It's not. Uh, who says let's go? Is that Luigi? Maybe that's Luigi. No, that's that's Mario. That's Mario it's, too. It's oh, they, they gave him two. They, they gave him. It's me. I'm Mario. And let's go. So. And then poor Luigi is just a fucking bastard brother that just doesn't get shit. So uh, who's going to be Mario? Do tell. Carter. Carter. So that, that is the youngest of the Eggy South. Who's going to be Mario? Nobody. What? You got it. Either you or the – you're going to have – okay. All right. For uh, Fantasy Football Open. Fantasy Football Open. Oh, 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 yes. Uh, unfortunately, uh, what my brother is referring to is we actually uh, purchased as part of a fundraiser a team in CBS Sports Lines, uh, Dave Richards uh, League. And there was, I guess, a league for each one of the fantasy experts, Jamie Eisenberg, Dave Richard, Heath Cummings, and Azer had one as well, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. so it was uh, four leagues and we bought a team in the Dave Richards one. And it has not turned out well. Our team, our team is so good. It is. And it all fell apart because we, you know, unbeknown, not unbeknownst to us, but I really just didn't think that Aaron Rodgers was going to go out week one, play four. Just didn't think it. I mean, it was crazy. Uh, And as a result, that really killed uh, Wilson. And then, I don't know what happened to Brees Hall, but he just sat on the sidelines for weeks. And it was like, enough. Get this guy going. And recently, he's turned it up a little bit. But we also... I just... I bought... I bought... um, I had... We fucking... We dropped Kincaid... I know ago. you did. I saw that, and then you put a, a you put a request in. I I bought. I got him. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I saw that. But what happened on the weekday? Because I I mean there really wasn't much roster churn. Me and my brother have different approaches toward fantasy, so uh, you know, he'll do roster churn way more than I will. Uh, you know, I'll I'll stick it out a little bit more. So the Kincaid, I probably wouldn't have dropped it. Would have just kept him on, and I saw we, that ha- we had him. to be- because we had buy. We had a buy, right? I know. I understand. But, you know, at that point, how much does your t- tight end get you? You know, I mean, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I, the league just hasn't yeah. gone the way that we wanted to. And, uh, you know, our team isn't bad. So um, there's just there's very little that you can do in certain leagues if, you know, it just doesn't go out the way that you wanted it to. You know, and Lamar Jackson has been great, but he wasn't great in the beginning. And we kind of needed more points out of him early on weeks like one through four. And, you know, I mean, he was all right, but he wasn't he wasn't great. And then, obviously, we got smacked up because CeeDee Lamb has not had the year that anybody thought he was going to, and Garrett Wilson lost his quarterback. So, uh, Yeah, we got it. We st- I mean, we're – I think we're like two two games out of the playoffs right now. Yeah, but we need to, we need to run. We need to run. We Like all of our teams – this is the point in fantasy football, uh, for those of you scoring at home, where your team should be ramping up, not ramping down. Right, like yeah. you, you, you can have a little bit of middling right now from your lineups if you're sitting up top and you've got you know two losses, one loss, and you, all right, so you hit a bump in the road. But if you're down low, you still can get into it. But you, your twenty point scores have to be coming to play every fucking week, and if they're not, then you know you're kind of sol. My Wake Forest league, I've got you know my first two picks were Derrick Henry and Saquon Barkley. I'm fucked. You know, I, I got Jackson. He's been fine. But those two, I, you know, what do you do with them? There's nothing you could do with them. And then I picked up Watson 
thinking that he was going to have, you know, a good year with Love, and the guy didn't play weeks one through four. So, yeah. Point being, you got to you guys have to be coming to play right now. So you're sitting pretty. You're my brother doubled down on Diggs and Allen in multiple leagues. And, multiple leagues, and it has worked out very well for you, sir. Yeah, yeah. I'm in first, and I don't even know. Out of like, I'm in like six leagues, and I think I'm in first in like three of them. Yeah, I mean, you you have from the leagues that I'm in with you. Um, you know, it's worked out well. And the one league that we have together, uh, yeah, in, fuck in that. A, no, in we're in team. two leagues together. I I I don't even know how. We have a hundred something more points than Lago, but we're somehow behind him. I don't understand that. Well, I, you look, you know, unless you do two games a week, which we do do in your league and the CBS Sports yeah, League, which does allow, which you, is great, which is great. It, it does allow you to eliminate, you know, that one. I lost, you know, one to two that week in points, and I was the, you know, I was the guy that took the L. It does eliminate that, except for when you get the double L, and then that really hurts. But you know, I, I mean, it usually doesn't, but evens it out. But when you don't have the two games a week, hey, sometimes fantasy football is. Just a little fruity, you know? I, yeah, it really does eliminate the bad beat. I mean, it has, at least for... for mathematically, it has to, right? And that's yeah. why I love it. And, you know, anybody yeah. that does play it also likes it. So, uh, that little beep that you heard was just my one uh, touchpad here. It's just dying. Have you heard that? Oh, oh, yeah, oh. Yeah. I, thought it was, I thought it was my headphones. No, like, no, oh, no. Fuck. It's my, my, my sound machine that I like to torture everybody with. So, it, my, my sound machine on my left is dying a slow so, uh, anyway, um, as for NFL news and notes, there isn't really much. We had one game on Thursday. Uh, was an absolute snooze fest. I did not give a shit at all. Barely watched a damn thing. Uh, I, I Who the hell was it again? It was um, shit. Come on, Chris, help me out here. I'm actually forgetting, and I watched the game. No, it was Buffalo. It was Buffalo. Buffalo. It was Buffalo Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah. And Buffalo was up, and then Tampa Bay came back, and it was kind. It was so I actually had to pick it up and watch the ending of it on replay because I passed out watching it. And you know what? Like it wasn't as bad as games I'm making out to seem. But what's crazy is that at the end of that fucking game, Godwin was wide open. I didn't watch the. I didn't watch the end. Oh Jesus! So they have. They're down. uh, I think it was. They lost by. Was it seven or six? They lost by six. I heard. I heard it was like a. I heard it was like a um a, a hail mary to nobody or something. Yeah, you know, it was it was weird. It was just typical Buccaneers this season. You know, not not great, but not awful. And after you know, I forget what the score was, but they were down quite a bit at one point, and then they had to like chip away and get back in it. And I think there was an Evans touchdown. So anyway, uh, it was twenty four eighteen. The Buccaneers had the ball. If they score a touchdown, they're gonna win it. And they have the chance for a Hail Mary. And sure enough, uh, Mayfield threw it down into the end zone. And Godwin turns, and he, he turns the wrong way, and then he turns the right way, and the ball literally like lands right next to him in the end zone. It was wide open, wide open. Uh, and it was just kind of crazy how that ended. But again, I had to know that on you know on replay because the game just didn't hold my interest enough. Uh, not as much a snooze fest as the week before. I I, I did not do it justice um, by shitting on it as much as I did right out of the gate. But uh, it was not enough to keep me up. But then in hindsight, I should have stayed up because at least that last uh, play was worth it. But um, 
So that was the game that started the week off. There's nothing really. I, you know, did you have you followed the Ryan Clark Brady Quinn hubbub? No. In yeah, you got you got to pick up on it. It's pretty funny. So Brady Quinn and I, you know, I if I had all the the audio clips, I would just play them now. But I'll do a Cliff Notes version. Brady Quinn comes out and in not an super asshole way, but in a new age, modern media fashion comes across and just says, you know, Deshaun Watson at this point is calling his own shots. He's giving everybody his own health updates. He's pulling himself out. Although Stefanski's coming up and and taking the bullet and saying, I'm keeping him out. And basically just said, he's the equivalent of a trust fund baby. who just got 250 million and doesn't really feel the need to get a job or work if he doesn't have to, right? And then said, "Yeah, I mean, this is this is why this is why you don't give somebody guaranteed contract." Yeah, so that, that's that's hysterical that you said that because I'm watching the clip and I'm watching a Fox clip that's playing his quotes and the Fox guys that were said. I think one of them might have been Ronnie Pete or it might have been some ex-quarterback or somebody, I think. I don't know. He's wearing a Lions cap. Kind of looked familiar, but I, I was watching it on a uh, on my phone, so I didn't really see. But they said the same thing, basically, was, you know, if anything, this is proving to you why nobody's ever, ever, ever going to get a fucking contract like this. Because who gives guarantees when this is what happens? It could just blow up in your fucking face, right? You also don't want to give contracts to Daniel Jones because that could blow up in your face, too. But anyway, that's a story for a different podcast. Anyway, so Brady Quinn says this, and Ryan Clark, who he's all over ESPN, ESPN is like married Ryan Clark, right? I mean, he is just one of those ESPN additions to their talent roster that they just have been plugging nonstop. Have you have you come across Ryan Clark at all? He's everywhere, dude. He's everywhere. Okay, so you are familiar with him. Did yeah. you now? I we might have talked about this on the podcast in earlier in the year, but do you remember if we did? And if not, do you remember because you might have seen it when he went after Mad Dog Russo? No, I didn't see that. So he sucks. He sucks. He, he and and he is the most blatant fucking racist that I have seen on TV. In quite him and Jamil Hill should have their own fucking show together. No, right? him and, and just, Stephen A. Smith should have their own fucking show. Nah, I, I mean Smith is I, Smith has been doing this song and dance forever. I you know it, yeah, it, but they're they're on like opposite ends of the spectrum. They they'd be perfect together. Uh, maybe yeah. I, I mean Smith is way more politically correct with his whole dance, but no, fucking Jamil Hill and fucking Ryan Clark are just basically like fuck white people, which is fine. You know, I, I it rubs both ways but um he went after mad dog earlier in the year because mad dog was talking about hall of fame and he somebody was talking about cooper cup being in the hall of fame and he either agreed with it or disagreed with it i forget which one it was i I think he disagreed with it and ryan clark was just like fuck this guy this is the guy that won't vote for anybody other than a heisman in college football, he doesn't know what he's fucking talking about. And it was just really spiteful and nasty. And when I saw it, I was just like, oh, shit. He does not like... He does not like Mad Dog because he doesn't like Mad Dog for a specific reason. And you can just see it. And so, anyway, Brady Quinn says this thing, and Ryan Clark comes out and just 
basically fucking is like this guy is, it doesn't say he's a racist but he's just like he should shut his fucking mouth he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about he's t- you know he's taking it to another level talking about his character then he brought up stuff that that Brady Quinn said about CJ Stroud about character before the draft and it was just like I'm just going to open up a can of whoop ass so to wrap it all up and go and read all these things because it is really great to follow you know the whole tug of war uh, between the two CJ Stroud is fucking killing it he's he's crushing it right and I, 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 I didn't hear anything about Brady Quinn's comments before nor do I really care to go back in it it's just that it was relevant because Obviously, Ryan Clark has been keeping tabs, and so he threw it out there. And so I guess when Tua came into training camp, Tua was was pretty fat, and Clark went after him, just saying, like, oh, he got paid, he's just sitting, he's getting fat, you know, fuck him. Yeah, he was saying it about Tua. So he's basically saying the same shit that Quinn was saying about about what do you call it? About Watson. He was just saying about Tua being fat. He got, you know, all comfortable. And so Brady Quinn just took a clip of that and then posted it to his Instagram. So they well, just I, I, Tua got paid? When did Tua get paid? Uh well maybe uh did he get paid? I thought he got paid. If he didn't get paid, it was it, uh, Clark was referencing Tua coming off the offseason all fat and just comfortable. And yeah, he was fat. I mean, he definitely put on some weight. That's the truth. Did Tua? Tua would have had to have, right? Because they're all they're he all did. getting paid. Yeah, yeah Tua must have gotten paid. No. Oh, oh, I don't know if he got paid. He got fat. Yeah, he got fat. He he put on muscle and shit from you know again off season. I, I wish I could find twenty five year old Rich Eggy because he would have known Tua's contract fucking off the top of his head. But forty uh, something Rich old Eggy doesn't give a shit. Uh, but I I thought I thought he got an extension or something here. Tua uh, contract extension. Yeah, contract breakdowns, uh, blah, 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 says mega deal something I've earned. That was July. Maybe he hasn't got it yet. So, uh, oh, because they exercised the fifth-year option. Okay, so they they exercised the fifth-year option this year. So they're on the fifth-year option, and then they're going to extend it. So he hasn't gotten fat yet. He just got the fifth-year extension. So you're right. He hasn't got paid. I don't know what Clark was referring to, but anyway, maybe he was just saying that he got fat. So anyway, that was the fun thing for this uh, this, this past week was watching, you know, a, a an ex-NFL, two NFLers go after each other and just play. And, and and Clark actually did bring up the racism thing, too, in it. And he was just like, you know, because it goes down the racism alley. And I was like, oh, Jesus, here we go. So fuck it. You know, again, ESPN and I all, not only has the NFL season sucked, but I think the broadcasting this season has blown. Right? All their new teams. Yeah. All the new shows. Like, there's nothing. Yeah. You watch any of it? I don't. No, no, nothing. nothing. Right, the, the CBS, uh, the fantasy guys that we like. That's the show I watch. I don't. I don't even see. I my new schedule sucks. I work on Sundays and shit, so I don't even watch really any of the, like the. I, I kind of I'm a, like I, I bring in my computer and I hide it in the side, so like I I kind of like can watch it in glimpses, but um, I. I listen to podcasts during the week, and yeah, it fills you. I don't even, that fills me in. It's crazy. I, you know what? That's not true. You know what really fills me in is Twitter, Fantasy Life, ESPN's uh, app, CBS's app, um, all the Insta news, Apple news. Yeah, like those five things 
they just my phone just all day long. And then like when I get a break at work or I have a free minute, like I'll go through the notifications and I'd be like, oh, blah, 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 I got hurt or blah, blah, blah is going to be starting or but you know what I mean? Like that's that's my news. Like I, I, I don't even what's the point of sitting down at the end of the day watching what I just read? You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Unless the personalities are that good. And I, I would argue that there's really nothing on TV that's that, that good. They're probably far from. I mean, what they've done to that, that NBC Sunday night broadcast crew is horrific. Same thing with the ESPN NFL crews. Like Rex Ryan? Fucking, we're still dealing with Rex Ryan? That fucking fat turd? Give me a break, On Rex. what channel? He's on ESPN. He's on their, their, their Sunday morning pregame. ESPN is... I read the, I don't know if you read the article, but I read the article about their numbers. Like, this is the first time they've ever released their their earnings and shit. Yeah, because I, I think they're trying to spin it off or whatever. There's a Well, they have to. to they have to because of the ESPN bet. Yes. They'll well, be fine. Like, they'll survive, which is so fucking funny because Disney owns ESPN. Disney, do they? <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a fucking. Oh, 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 I was like, do you know something? I don't know. Oh, no. So Disney owns ESPN, but, but Disney buys ES, I mean, but ESPN buys ESPN bet. And now Disney's the one that's fighting. Well, it's a licensing agreement. Remember, it's a licensing agreement. There's nothing to that other than the fact that they, they rented their name out to Penn Interactive for cash. That's how that whole thing worked out. Wait, so they don't own it? No. They they're getting paid. They're getting paid simp- all that all that's happened in that deal. And <laughs> I, you know, obviously I, I have a little bit of skin in the game here. Um which we won't talk about, but so ESPN has been looking to venture somehow into gambling. They originally the thought was is that they were going to try to build their own gambling wing and house you know the the technology the tech stack the whole nine. What they ended up doing was Penn got tired of Barstool because Barstool's nature hurt its ability with regulators to easily go into all these markets and continue to build momentum. And so Penn basically went to ESPN and was like, how about we just rent out your name? The same thing we did with Barstool. We'll give Barstool back their brand and we'll just peace out with Barstool. And ESPN was like, okay, how much are you going to give us? And they chalked up the figure. I forget what it is. Look it up online. it's It's a huge figure. And they were cool with it. And so that's how they did it. So now Penn is going to be the basically the tech stack. They're going to own everything, and they're just going to wipe Barstool off any of the promotions and off all the skins and the banners and all the rest of it. They're going to put ESPN there, and then they're going to call it a day. And so it's just going to be Penn Gaming, and it's just going to be ESPN on it. And then you'll see it on every ESPN channel. You, you won't see any more... Uh, you know, gambling, you know, DraftKings won't be there and BetMG. You'll never see another gambling thing on an ESPN property ever again. Um, all you'll see it is you're going to be ESPN bet. Unless it's a unless it's a, a local sales, uh, you know, cable sales thing, and then they might take BetMGM money or DraftKings money. But that's how it was done. So, um, but anyway, I, it makes them a ton of money, and they don't have to do anything. 
They just sit there. It'll be, you know, bad uh, brand, uh, you know, bad brand marketing if it turns out to be bad, right? So, because if it turns out to be a shit show like the barstool gambling ended up being, they'll, you know, it'll be like, oh, well. But it doesn't really hurt them because they're just making money off it. It'll just be like, oh, ESPN isn't that strong. So, it'll be a knock to their brand. I don't think that'll happen, though. Um, yeah, I don't understand why. I mean, that's stupid. I That's a bad, that's a bad... I mean, I Barstool, like, to get away from bar, Barstool is fine, but I, I don't know if I would, I guess, maybe I'll go with ESPN. I, I, I would prefer to go with, I'd probably go with something more new age than ESPN. Well, what else is, what else is Penn going to go to? Like, if you're, if you're Penn and you want to try to eat into, FanDuel and, FanDuel and DraftKings are one and two. FanDuel is one by a mile. And FanDuel is won by a mile, number one, because they were first to market. Number two, because their tech is fucking head and shoulders above everybody else's. It's faster. I, everything about it is better. Right, I'm not going to go into it. Who the fuck cares? It's just a better product, plain and simple. And everybody else is playing catcher. Uh, DraftKings is not as good, but it's better than the rest. So first to market plus good tech, and you, you're there, right? So Penn was hoping that Barstool's because it had such a fanatical base, could get there. It didn't happen. So, uh, ESPN, you're just hoping, is such a big brand that people are going to go to it anyway. Right? I mean, why is ESPN not going to plug it? It's their brand. Yeah. So, I mean, if you what were is to... C- what, who, who, what does CBS... Does CBS have their hand in, hand in anything? No. No. The only other network that tried was Fox. Fox tried to do Fox Bet, and they folded. So there's nothing there. I mean, what you're going to see is you're going to see the same thing that you saw in the tech sector with the gambling sector. And, you know, there's rumblings that it'll begin sooner than later because right now Fanatics is going to be entering the market. Fanatics, which is known as being the premier, uh, you know, like I guess they're getting a ticketing now, but they're no more for They just bought something. uh, well, you know, I, well, they bought Mitchell and Ness. They bought this. They bought that. I, I mean, they're just tickets, memorabilia. They, you know, they basically run like the no. cards right now. They got. They had. There's some sort of news with them. I forget what it was. Well, it's probably mad. because they're entering the gambling market. So, um, but you have them entering the market. Plus, you have ESPN entering the market, and you're just going to see people fall by the wayside, and then eventually. People that, you know, have value that know that they're not going to win are going to look to just sell, right? And then you're just going to get big fish eat little fish, you know, continually. On and on and on and on and on. But, um, I don't know. A- anyway, I, it's like 26 minutes. I'm sorry. I always do this. I, I, I say that we're going to get right into it, and then I end up talking to you about this, that, and the rest. And before you know it, uh, we're <laughs> fucking stuck in the mud. Um, so, anyway, uh, I'll... I'll the, curb this shit for now. Let's get into the stats, and then we'll get into the games, and we'll get into our gambling. Uh, that sounds like a plan, right? Uh, let's see if I can stick to that because I haven't been able to stick to anything else. So, uh, Here we go. Here's what we did last week. First down. First down. Alright, so how did we do? We did okay. Uh, I did seven. I was seven and six. Chris was four and nine. So while I did do better than him, he is, we're about even on the year. I'm at 47%. Chris is at 46 but in our super picks, Chris is blowing me out of the water. We were both two and three last week, but Chris is 57% on the year with his super picks. I am 41%. 
How are we measuring up against everybody else? Well, uh, everybody is underwater, still is under 50%. The money last week was 4-8. and eight. The Sharps were 3-4. and four. The tickets got walloped. They were at 3-10. and 10. So with everybody under 50%, I don't know if you've heard this, Chris, but it was a big weekend for the books last weekend. Made a ton of cash. So yeah. we're, we're staying with the rest, but we're not really doing great. Again, Chris's super picks have been better. Uh, our best bets, uh, I won, you lost. We're both 57% with our best bets for the year. Uh, parlays were just another fucking 0 for. We are 0 for 32 on the year. I was 0 for 2. You were 0 for 3. Uh, my teasers, I was 1 and 1. Uh, I'm 38% on the year, and you were 0 and 1, and you have not hit. Uh, as for how the... Gambling NFL environment has gone on a whole. It was dogs again. Dogs were nine and four. Uh, that actually ends the favorites' four-week winning streak, and now they're both at 50-50 on the year. So no trend at all outside of the fact that dogs just broke the four-week win streak of the favorites. Dogs last week they won eight of the nine games that they covered. They won outright. Do you want to give me the one team that did not win, Chris? Uh, uh, Cleveland. The Cleveland Browns. If you had flipped it, you would have been correct. It was the Colts that were the underdogs, and they did not oh, win, but they covered. That's that's what I yes, that's yes, what I meant. That's what to you say. Mean. Uh, home dogs. If you believe it, they were five and zero last week. So home dogs finally came through in a big fashion. As for overs and unders, unders were 7-5 last week. The unders are now 63% on the year. They have won five weeks in a row, and I read something that it is uh, since the wild car era, this is the most that unders have come in in history. It's been crazy. So the unders continue their tear. As for teasers, uh, dogs were 11-2. and two. Favorites were 7-6. and six. It's still the dogs on the year. 75% of the dog... Teasers have come in. As for overs and unders, it's still unders. Unders are at 73% on the year. Overs are at 66%. Teams with a halftime lead were 11-1. So now teams with a halftime lead are 78% favored to win at the end. Do you want to give me the one team last week that did not take their halftime lead to the promised land? There was one fucking team. The Bills. The Bills. No. I'll give you another one. Come on. You got this one. The 49ers. The 49ers. No. You did not get it. I am sorry, Chris. You did not get it after multiple tries. It was the Los Angeles Rams. And I hate that fact because the Los Angeles Rams were in my money line parlay. It was the, well, not full money line, but I took the Giants at a money line, the Chiefs for a money line, and the Rams and their points, and they ended up fucking losing that game, and that really sucked because that would have uh, that would have net me like three hundred bucks last week. So, uh. yeah. So as it is, uh, you know, the struggles still continue on the gambling side, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But anyway, we'll dive into our three best games coming up here. 
And as I kill the musical bed that was playing in the background there, awesome production on my part. Uh, but we will venture off. We'll pick one game at one and then two games at uh, four because my brother and I have gone over the shitbox schedule and figured that these are the best games to talk about. So without further ado, off we go. Second down. Second down. So we will start by heading out to Pittsburgh where the Steelers coming off that fucking loss of the Rams that I just talked about as they won on the road uh, are going to be now hosting as a dog the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars currently favored by two points and the over-under here is 41. As for what are all of the... Gamblers doing right now? Well, the Sharps, they are going to be on the side of Jacksonville. The tickets are going to be on the side of Jacksonville. And the money, just by a hair of 1%, is also going to be on the Jaguars. So currently, this is a trifecta bet. Although, I'm not sure that it matters. I just don't know how to read this game. You tell me, Chris. Are, what what are the Steelers? Both these teams are 4-2 and 5-2, and and I think. So they're atop or, or close to atop their division. I believe that the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are on top of theirs, while uh, the Steelers are just below the Ravens. So I can't. Ma- I thought the Steelers team was going to suck, and I still think they kind of do, but they keep proving me wrong. Yeah, well, the Jaguars keep proving people wrong too. So uh, you know. I- it depends. I, I mean, I took Pittsburgh. Just the long and short of it is I took Pittsburgh. I, 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 I think that the home field advantage, I think Deontay Johnson uh, being back probably helps the rest of the team, not in the sense that he's going to actually dominate uh, uh, the game in any way, shape, or form, but he at least uh, yields attention from the defense. So, you know, that team, they have two good running backs. They have three good Wide receivers, uh, well, Fryermuth is now freaking on uh, IR, I think. But um, I, I think that they're they're fine. Like you know what I mean? Like they're average. They're and fine. They're fine. That's what no team wants to hear about themselves. Well, you know, they're average. We're, we're fine. They're average. They're average. They're not like good. Everyone knows they're not good. They're just they they know how to get the job. Like they beat the Rams last week. How did they beat the Rams? Because the Rams fucking. Because the Rams, the Rams fucking blew it, dude. I, like they blew it again. They blew it. It's the one team with the hometown, <laughs> the one team with a halftime lead that lost, and they were at home. Yeah, uh, I, they, I just they they blew it. They absolutely blew that game. It was, they were up. I, we, there's no point in going over every detail of that game, but they were they should not have lost that anyway. Pit, and and that make and that means if they lose that game. Uh, they're probably not two and a half point underdogs. They're probably more like six point underdogs. Jacksonville's coming off how many wins? You're talking about if the Steelers lost last week's game. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it goes that deep, but I definitely think that they're getting a little love here because of that win. I agree with you there. Yeah. Obviously. I'm exaggerating. Obviously, you're not going to jump three and a half points, but. Yeah, I got you. What what I'm saying is, is that like Jacksonville's. Good, but I keep I keep leaning back on they're gonna collapse. They're gonna collapse. Like they're gonna collapse, and and they keep beating people. I, yeah, but I'm, why? But, like, like they they know. have an okay run game, right? I mean, Lawrence is 
it's decent. If anything, the the Calvin Ridley being your number one wide receiver is a little concerning because I mean, there's been he's several. Kirk is. I know. Well, he, there's just been several times he's just vanished. But you know, like Kirk, they went out and got Ridley because they wanted Kirk to be the two, three, right? You know, they they didn't want him to be the one. And he still is. I Ridley made you know that one that one year and a half of rust is like it's a lot, right? And he's he's shown flashes, but I mean he was awful last week, right? I mean it was like one catch, whatever the hell it was, or you know he's really points. he's really not that good, man. Right? Well, I, I mean I think potentially he still has the athleticism. I just think it's rough coming off a year and a half break and then getting back in the flow of things. And I think that, you know, he's teased it a little bit. And so people have expectations that are kind of all over the map. Well, he, they also have a, a pretty good rapport there that they develop between Kirk and ATN and Ingram and Lawrence and then you're like the odd man out coming in who's yes, going to hope, hopefully make this this dramatic difference. And he he hasn't. He's not. He's not. No, he, he has not. And it's been unfortunate because – the, What's the over-under? The over uh, – I did not say it. If I didn't, um, the over-under in this one is 41 points. That, it's going to be under. Not a chance in fucking hell they're getting to 41 points. In in Pittsburgh, I would probably lean toward the under as well. Uh, I, I just, I don't, again, this year has been all unders. All you do is you've heard content creators talk now about, you know, the en vogue piece of uh, whatever, the stats that people like to talk about now is red zone efficiency. That That's what everybody and their brothers talked about all this week. First person I heard talking about it was, uh, whatever the GM, uh, GM shuffle with, uh, the guy, I always forget his name, the guy from Jersey, uh, Lombardi, Mike Lombardi was the first I'd heard talking about it. And then all of a sudden a bunch of podcasts that I listened to this week also were like, Oh, red zone efficiency. We're going to talk about red zone efficiency this year or this week. And I was like, Oh fuck, here it is. You know, everybody's talking about the same shit, but, um, regardless with unders red zone efficiency, I could definitely see that. But I mean, couldn't you see, the way that this year is gone, that these two teams all of a sudden they have no defense and they're just scoring touchdowns left and right in this game. I mean, no. these defenses are terrible. They're really, I mean, they're not terrible, but yeah. I mean, yards they're... yards per game, the Steelers are third worst, and Jacksonville is I don't know five five slots higher than that. So I mean, they just give up a ton of yardage. And points-wise, Steelers are giving up 21, and the Jaguars are giving up 20. So, you know, I mean, the defenses have the ability here to, you know, and it, for those who are trying to follow the points, the points at 20 are probably middle middle of the pack. You know, with a low end of 31, and then a high end, uh, the Ravens are around like 13. So 20 ends up being in the middle. So the yardage per game is worse for both these defenses than the point totals. But... I don't know. I kind of I kind of I, I believe in this Jaguars in the Jaguars team. Not that they're like super good, but I think they're the better team. They have the better quarterback. You know what's funny? People wanted to fucking throw Kenny Pickett out of a goddamn airplane three weeks ago, two weeks ago. Specifically, Steeler fans they hate the guy. They hate him. They thought that offense was junk. 
Yeah, well, I, I mean, he hasn't really set the world on fire. I'm not saying that he did, but what I'm saying is that from a couple of weeks ago when the Steelers were, you know, dead in the water all of a sudden, you know, versus a, a five and two team at top of their division, you know, they're, they're you know, only two point dogs, I guess. You know, or maybe maybe the Jaguars, to your point, are just more frauds. Yeah, I, 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 I just don't, I don't believe in their chemistry working, and I think they've gotten pretty damn lucky. Actually, their defense is—they have actually have some pieces on defense that are really, really good. For which team, though? You're talking about Jacksonville. Jacksonville, yeah. Yeah, well, Aluakin is good. Um, you know, they, they, I what do you call it? Uh, the Josh Allen. Picked, yeah, the the kid you picked up too is good. Uh, the kid that I picked up. I, I don't know what league are you talking about. You're talking about Pater? Talking about fantasy here. I don't know which league you took them in. You picked them up in one league. Uh, Devin Lloyd. Oh, Lloyd. Yeah, the, the linebacker. Yeah, I couldn't believe he was floating out there. Uh, solid stats out of him. Well, he was hurt. Solid production. He just, got, he just came back. Yeah, I know. But usually what, what happens nowadays is that there's so many roster spots that are just used up on offense. When somebody's getting ready to come back from injury, the defensive people get snagged up. You grabbed up Marcus May one week before he was ready to get taken back because he had a monster two weeks, and then he's done shit since. So He's fucking garbage. Yeah. Waste. <laughs> but the first two weeks, he was awesome. So, uh, you know, it, it, IDP. It's the only way to go, although nobody does it. So it uh, falls on deaf ears. So Yeah. But Jacksonville. It falls, on, it falls on our ears. We're the only ones that actually, like, talk about it. That's all right. You know, it, it's fun. I, I, did I forward you that one podcast that they do a whole thing on IDP? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They got really, really into it, and it was like, oh, well, they go, they go way too far into it. Yeah, way deeper. You know, I did find I, there was one podcast, or one podcast, I think it, it was not that one, where they were just saying like, yeah, uh, you know, a defensive back, I just cut them immediately if they just don't perform. I just don't care. You know, linebackers, I give a little bit more, and then obviously defensive line end is uh, where I I give a little bit more leeway because I'm looking for talent. But anyway, uh, as for Jacksonville. Uh, yeah. Jacksonville's on a four-game win streak here. Falcons, Bills, Colts, Saints. You know, the Bills was a nice win. That was overseas. Um, or no, the, it was the Bills, Bills win was, was overseas, right? That was the one in yeah. London? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, Saints. Saints are kind of garbage. You know, Colts, that was, the I think, the first Garter-Minshew game. So, and they lost first the Texans and the Chiefs. You know, let's say they won that, that Texans game, which in hindsight they probably should have. You know, you're looking at a 6-1 and one Jaguar team. I don't know. I'm taking Jags. I'm taking the Jags in the two points. I think they're the all better right. team, better quarterback. And uh, all I need is three points here. So we're going to be on opposite ends there. So game two is going to be 4 o'clock. And so that game is going to be the Seahawks hosting the Browns. Seahawks currently a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Right now the over-under is 37-and-a-half. So you want to talk about unders. There it is right there. Everybody loves that Browns defense and the Seahawks. I don't think they believe in the offense at all. Uh, currently the Sharps have not taken an angle. 67% of the tickets are in on Seattle and only 51% are on Seattle. So the the money right now pool is pretty even. So tickets are the only one. Joe Public likes Seattle in this. Do you like Seattle as well? Or are you... The PJ Walker doesn't phase me. Pick the Browns and the better defense crew. <laughs> yeah, I, I I picked the Browns not not because of PJ Walker as much as I just think that everyone's hyping up. Um, 
I, I, I think that the hype is real with their defense. I think last week was, was definitely, um, what's, what's the word when it's just one off. It's like their one off week outlier. Yeah. Outlier. I, I think that that was definitely an outlier because that defense is, is pretty fucking legit. Yeah. Defense is good. Uh, I mean, I you can't take anything. I mean, they, they got out of that game last week uh, by the, the hairs on their chin there. Uh, is that? I thought they lost all week. I thought they lost. Did and you really look back? <laughs> I thought they lost. And then all, all week. And, and I was like, Oh, and he, and he came away with one. And then I looked at it again, like yesterday. I was like, Oh shit. Like, because I, I stopped watching. Like, I, I I was at work, so I couldn't see everything. I, I had thought Indy took the lead, and then I, I didn't know that Cleveland came back. Yeah, they, they came back in that one, ended up winning. Versus the Colts, you know, who, I again, Colts should have won that one, too. Uh, the Colts season, like, has fallen apart, and it just it's such a random fall. I think they're season. better. I think they're fucking better with that kid. With, uh, with uh, Minshew? Minshew. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I think he's got a lot of point potential when he's under quarterback. However, you know, I mean, Minshew has bounced around the league for a reason. You know, I, he's just... He's like Ryan Fitzpatrick, dude. He's the same Yeah, guy. he's kind of. Yeah, he's very Ryan Fitzpatrick. He, he just kind of scattershot his performance. I, I don't know how much you can ever depend week to week with what you're going to no, get out of him. You're not. He's going to he's going to have weeks where he goes off for three touchdowns, 400 <laughs> yards. Ryan Fitzpatrick, fucking good for you. That's a good one right there. That's exactly what he is. He's the new Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Um so I but before we start talking about the Colts too much. You know the the Browns here, I want I really do want to pick them because their defense is the better of the two. And three and a half to the Seattle Seahawks is a little fucking much, right? Now remember uh I was it was it the last preseason? Wasn't no? It was Aaron Donald. Remember that in was it week one when Aaron Donald blew through the Seahawks line? It was running at Geno Smith, and he said something like "Holy shit" or something. They called they called it they caught it on camera. They caught it on the thing, and he was like, "Oh, oh, oh my god!" And he just tossed the ball to get rid of it. Uh, you could no. see, yeah, it was he, Aaron Donald just blew through the line and. He, what I, what's his face? Uh, Geno Smith just shit his pants and threw the ball away, and they caught it on uh, on the microphone. Him just saying "Oh my god" or something and throwing it. Anyway, I can see the same thing happening to Miles Garrett this week because Miles Garrett he's going to kill my Micah Parsons defensive player of the year pick. I'm so pissed about that because well, Micah I, Parsons is not doing himself any justice, man. He's not really he doesn't have any stats. I, he isn't, but he's still there. I mean, his impact on any given game is there. It's well, just Miles the kid, Garrett. The kid from fucking Pittsburgh's got to be winning it right now. TJ Watt? Yeah. Over Garrett, you think? Uh, it's It's got to be close. Uh, who's the favorite on... on uh... I haven't looked. I'll look. Uh, stat, stats aside, I would say it's Garrett because, I mean, Garrett has had one hell of a fucking year. I don't know if his stats are what Watt was, but didn't Watt win Defensive Player of the Year last year, too? I thought Watt won last year. He did? I thought he did because I had Micah Parsons last year again, and or, or was it Nick Bosa that won it last year? It was either Bosa or Watt. Um, but I would imagine that Miles Garrett is the favorite now. Maybe it's TJ Watt. I'm not sure. But they have Mahomes as dude. T- what two has done in fucking 
Miami is better than what Mahomes has done in Kansas City? Uh, I think that everybody... Oh, McCaffrey's plus 2,000? That's garbage. He should easily be the fucking number one choice. We are off the reservations now as we are now going through end-of-the-year uh, player awards uh, and going through the most updated stats on it. He's plus 2,000. Who? Who? What, you said McCaffrey? McCaffrey. For what? Offensive player of the year? Yes. Yeah. No, for MVP. For MVP, really? Plus 2,000. Well, it, he's not a quarterback, dude. That's dude. still aggressive. Give me 100 bucks on fucking Christian McCaffrey. That's absurd. But if they come back, wouldn't you think that they end up giving it to Purdy? Dude, if we split a $1,000 bet, it's $21,000. I, I mean, look. Yes, I do like odds for that reason because you get a huge multiplier on something that sounds great when it comes out of your mouth. But McCaffrey re- scored every. I mean, he's absurd. He is ab fucking absurd. Yeah, but he's the kind of player that they end up defaulting to offensive player of the year rather than MVP. Yeah, yeah, he's the favorite in in Opoy. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. So that's where they would give him because look, the way that the 49ers are right now. The beginning of the year up until this little burp that they've had the past couple of games, we'll get to them in a little bit, has been, you would say Purdy is the guy, right? Now everybody wants to throw Purdy to the birds, but, you know, is that a saying throwing Purdy? Um, Purdy to the birds. It sounds fun. I don't know. There, there's a joke in there somewhere. There's a joke on a joke. There's something meta about that. Anyway. Um, but Oh, my God. They're all so close. If they would turn around and run the rest of the season, I would imagine it would end up going to Purdy. And per, that was I, a couple of weeks ago. That was the bet that I wanted to talk to you about whether or not you wanted to take Purdy as MVP because Purdy was down fourteen hundred. Yeah, and he was farther when I was looking at him uh, and when I wanted to bring it up to you, and I never did. And I was going to take a hundred bucks and put it on it. I never did. Um, if you take McCaffrey away from that team, take away his touchdowns. Look at what the scores of their games are. Guarantee it's the, they're not as well. I mean, they already have to. Anyway, yeah, I'm getting the train back on the tracks here. Uh, I, okay, yeah. defensive player, defensive player of the year. Yes, Miles Garrett, Micah Parsons tied at plus two hundred. T.J. Watt plus two twenty five. They are all within all three. Yeah. So now Parsons should not be that high. They're, no, that's that's a waste. That's a that's a bad bet. Yeah, he that's should not be that bet. high at this point. They're just you know they he's got the potential and the talent and he could go off and you know but he's gonna fall by the wayside and that, that killed my bet because that was uh I was banking on that to get me out of you know a, a certain amount of losses because I thought for sure this is gonna be his year. But anyway, uh here we go back to Seattle and the Browns. Again we were talking about Miles Garrett. I, I could see him causing havoc, but you know what? Too much PJ Walker's too much PJ Walker and that's enough for me to pick the Seahawks. I, how many times are you gonna go with PJ Walker here? And think that you're just going to be able to rely on your defense and get you through. If anything, I, you know, maybe I get screwed here because the defense is so good they keep them in firing distance and they win like a two point game or a three point game. That hook really bothers me, but I'm still going to take the Seahawks there. So, but you're on the Brownies, I'm on the Seahawks. Let's finish up our last game, and this is easily the best game of the year. We're going to fly out to San Francisco. We were just talking about them. They're going to be facing off against the Bengals in San Fran. 
49ers, five and a half point favorites. 43 and a half is the over under. Right now, the Sharps like the 49ers. 72% of the tickets Joe Public likes the Bengals, and 78% of the money pool likes Seattle as uh, Seattle. Cincinnati as well. So we've got the Sharps and the 49ers, everything else leaning. Bengals, five and a half is a big spread here. Is it enough to sh- scare you off? Sounds like Purdy's going to play, but you know he's got some cobwebs up in the head. Uh, Cincinnati, obviously, coming off a bye. I- I'll-, I'll tell you, I don't like Cincinnati off the bye on the West Coast. Against a good defense. What the hell is going on over there? I, I tried to pause. I'm sorry. I tried to pause like this fucking thing came through. And I'm, video message came through. And if anybody wants to know why we're not on any kind of paid content distribution, it's it's that right there. Uh, I'm going to blame dead, it. It's the, de- it's the dead air moments. Yeah, it's the dead air moments. Um, but fun for us. But fun for us. Yeah. So San Francisco, Cincinnati, I, I think this is probably like upset central. But now I, see, I read while we were on the uh, pod that Purdy cleared concussion protocol. Yeah, he's, he's going to play. Go. So I don't know. I I still think Cincinnati getting five and a half points is a little. It's absurd. a lot of points. Yeah, it's a lot of points. You know, I it went like yesterday. I I was or two days ago. I, I've been tracking this game, and it was like three and a half. And I'm like, oh fuck yeah, give me San Francisco. And I think the most recent odds are like five and a half. Uh, I. The part that I sh- right now. the part that I struggle with in this game is the Bengals up until a couple weeks yeah. ago were dead in the water. You just looked it up, so it's five yeah, it's, and a half. It's five and a half as of right now. Like that's absurd. They can move two points. Well, I remember the Bengals stunk. They were terrible, dude. I, I know they had know, one good game, and 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 what do you call it? Went off, right? And yeah, but they're coming off a bye. San Francisco's coming off a loss. Two loss, two lo- two in a row, right? Yeah. So, and the, the second one, which I still can't believe, was the one to the Vikings. And I, I'm not going to get over that game last week. That, that save, Saved their season. I just, that fucking game, San Francisco just had to win. I teased that sh- fucking game. And all they had to do was win. And it was like right out of the gate, you're like, they're losing. They're losing this game. And you I know said the same I heard thing. nobody. I heard nobody talk about the Vikings in that game. So I, anybody that be after the fact was like, "Oh yeah, Minnesota." We talked about that game. Oh, bullshit. Get the fuck out of here. Nobody Dude, did. that that kid is real. I'm. I can't believe they found another fucking receiver. Are you talking about Addison? Like Addison's legit. Yeah, he's good. And I, you know, it, Je- Jefferson. It, should he come back this year? Which they probably won't because they'll probably just. Yes, he will. As long as he. As long as they, they're competing for... I don't know. They, they'll probably keep him out an extra week or two to see where the record's at, and then maybe he forces his way on. I don't know. I mean, it's really early in the season to say that he'd be out, but, I mean, if you're Minnesota, what do you want to do? You want to hurt the kid? I, you know. But, I whatever. We're getting off the track. It's 49ers here and the Bengals. I'm saying that the Bengals stunk a couple of weeks ago. They have one good game, and now... People are like, oh, you know, five and a half, you know, it's, it's a lot of points for this Bengals team. Well, not really. You wouldn't have said that shit five weeks ago. 
you were four, three weeks ago, you would have said that the you know, five and a half isn't even close. This is 49ers have had a couple of bad games in a row. The Bengals had one good game and a bye, so people forget about it. And so now the 49ers are five and a half points. Three weeks ago, this is 49ers by eight, eight and a half. And so take away recency bias. I think this is a 49ers lock. I think it's a 49ers lock so much that I'll give it away right now. It is my fucking best bet of the week. Well, that's, that's bold. I just think you're going to look back at it and you're going to be like, oh, shit, it was the fucking Bengals. They really are kind of banged up or whatever. But I, They're not banged up, though. They're, they're just coming off a bye. They're coming off a bye, but I, I'm just saying the team in general banged up. I, you know, the injury thing, you know, whatever. I, I'm not really worried about that calf bullshit. I'm just saying, sure, like, whatever. This one, I, I mean, I'm gonna banged take, up. I'm gonna the team's banged up. It's not what it was last week. I shouldn't have used the terminology banged up. That was a bad job by me, but. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm going to take Cincy. I, I, I believe that, and I don't think they're going to win. I just, I think it's going to be like a, a, a field goal game. I don't think it's going to be a five. I don't think it, that's a touch. That's the argument. That That's the argument is that the game's closer and it should be, you know, a field goal, three, three and a half, maybe four, five and a half is, is you know, way too much. I'll buy, right. I'll buy three points. I'll g- give me an alternate spread of two and a half and I'll take San Francisco all day long. Right. Well, you're not going to get the odds on that. So who wants to do that shit? So, all right. Um, you are going to be with the Bengals. I'm going to be with the 49ers. That'll wrap up uh, the top three. So let's go to the rest of the dock, and then we'll get to our picks. Third down. And by picks, I mean our gambling wagers, because we're giving you picks throughout the entire podcast. So anyway, our first game will be Eagles-Commanders. This game in Washington. Eagles, seven-point road favorite here. There's a lot of big road favorites this week. Uh, we'll get, well, maybe not a lot, but enough. Um, and so this is the first one with the Eagles, seven-point favorites here in Washington. Over under 43-and-a-half. Who do you like here? Uh, Philly and the under. You like Philly in the under here with 43. Yeah, I can see the under for sure. I picked Philly as well, so we're on the same side there. Um, but, yeah, I uh, I could see the under happening, but we both like Philadelphia. The next game up is going to be the Dolphins hosting the Patriots. Dolphins, a big favorite at home, nine points. So the Patriots, they get no love off of that loss la- or that win last week versus the Bills. They're going to be nine-point dogs here down in Miami. Miami, 47 is the over-under. Are you going to take uh, Miami? in the big points or are you going to fall into the Bill Belichick too many points trap? Yeah, I'm going to take Miami. What what chart are you reading off of here? For what? For games. I, I do all the same. The games, uh, I should have put this at the front, but it was, I, I pulled all of these off DraftKings literally a couple oh, hours ago. Shit. Okay. Because uh, I'm, I'm re- I, I did mine off actions, so like our yeah. All, uh, all right. Well, yeah. So anyway, to update anybody who's listening and cares, whenever I read the stats, the sharps, the tickets, the money pool, all of that information is courtesy of the Action Network. However, their the way that they do their odds when they post them, they post the best odds you can get across a multitude of different books. So to keep it all apples to apples, I end up pulling off of. The uh, off of DraftKings. So whatever they're posting there, what are they posting? Eight, maybe? Eight, or is it higher? Yeah. They usually post the best line you can get. So I imagine maybe eight, eight and a half. It was nine yesterday. Yeah, well, it's nine now. That's the number that I gave you. So nine Dolphins, what are you taking? You're going to take Dolphins in the nine? Dolphins, Dolphins, yeah. Me too. 
Jets, Giants, this game in East Rutherford, you want to say there's a home team? There isn't one. Uh, Jets are favored by three in East Rutherford. 35 and a half is the over-under. This is the lowest over-under of the week. Actually, no, it's the second. The lowest will be the Falcons-Titans, which will be the last 1 o'clock game we talk about. Uh, Jets favored by three. What do you like here? Giants. You like the Giants. Uh, we're... I like the Jets. I'm going to take the Jets. Jets in the better defense. Yes, though the quarterback scares me, but fuck it. Uh, so we're opposite there as well. Cowboys, Rams. Cowboys favored by seven over the Rams in Dallas over under 45 and a half. Uh, I say fuck the Rams because they screwed me last week. So I am going to hate bet with the Cowboys. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams. I don't yeah. believe in Dallas's offense yet. No, and seven is a lot of points. But, uh, you know, McVay has pulled a bunch of shit fucking coaching moves this year. And last week's performance is another one. So fuck him and fuck the Rams. So Cowboys for me, Rams for my brother. Next up is Vikings-Packers. This game in Green Bay, but Green Bay is a home dog. Vikings favored by one. I, how so? After I guess because they won that game last week, right? Addison Fever, so they think it's going to continue here on the road. Uh, Vikings by one. 41 is the over-under. I will go first. I'm going to take the Packers at home here. I think last Not week was a chance. fluke. Man. Not a fucking chance. Dude. Well, we are not going to be uh, close in our two uh, in our pick every game segment. What are you week. hoping for? Green Bay is hard. They were they've been horrible. Yeah, but yeah, you know, the Vikings. Fuck the Vikings. Fuck the Vikings. They won that game last week. Otherwise, they suck. Addison went off. The team hasn't been good. I you know I'm I'm and no, the Packers have not looked good either. Love looks terrible. Uh, you know Watson can never play healthy. You know. LaFuck is just a, a, a douchey. He looks like another fucking coach that just benefited from having a good quarterback. First McCarthy, then him. Uh, but I don't know, I'm, I'm not taking the Vikings. No way. I'm not taking the Vikings on the road. The team stinks. So I'm going to, I'm taking the Vikings. You're taking the Packers. Texas, we're not going to Texas. We're going to Carolina. Texans, Panthers. Texans, a road favorite, three and a half points. Riding the C.J. Stroud fucking train. 43 and a half is the over-under. I'm going to go again. I'm taking the Texans. Uh, Yeah, I'm taking the Texans too. I'm sorry for the delay. I got to find where it is in this goddamn list because you didn't do Action Network. Fuck. What? Oh, I did that. Dude, I've been I've done forever DraftKings on the stats. I used to say it at the top of the at the program. No, but, I'm saying the way you re, you're reading the games. Oh, well, d- dates changed it on the internet and they went I was doing yes, correct. I used to do them in action order, but if you look now at least when I was pulling them, the first game was like a 405 game. Oh no. No, 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 no. Uh, well, that's the way that I was okay. reading it. No, but, that's all right. Let me let me just. But you're so you're doing them off of what DraftKings was, right? I did DraftKings, yes. So okay. I went DraftKings right, cool. down, and then I did action to fill in. I got it. All I'm with stats. you now. I'm with you now. Gotcha. Listeners at home are like these fucking guys. Don't even fucking record uh, a podcast, you ass. <laughs> <laughs> good thing our, uh, in, our what's the last good, name? Good thing Eggie? our one and a half listeners. <laughs> <laughs> what's the last name? Eggy. Fucking <laughs> do not fucking hire these. Clowns, fucking for any job, they can't do anything right. Uh, so anyway, except I, fix cars, apparently. Except fix cars, yeah. Well, I mean, and we're not really sold on that either. It's like my, it's our dad that's fucking got that shit. 
So uh, I don't know. We're, we're still fucking swing our royal oats. Uh, well, if you if you need treatment, you know who to call. Yeah, there you go. Treatment for you. And I I <laughs> I have no fine tuned skills. I'm a, a jack of all fucking shit traits. Uh, let's go. Uh, here we go. Saints, Colts. Uh, this game in Indy, Colts are going to be two-point dogs at home. I can't believe the Saints are favored here. Uh, 43.5 is the over-under. Uh, give me the Colts all day. I, you know, Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, don't, goddamn Saints. I have no idea why they're favored. That's ridiculous to yeah, me. Uh, oh, fucking, uh, but the Colts are going to – it's going to be a Gardner Minshew game. He's going to throw five picks. And so that's going to do in our pick. But anyway – Pick, 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 pick. How many times are going to say pick in a sentence? Falcons favored by two and a half over the Titans. This game in Tennessee. Why are the Titans a home dog? Because there will be no Ryan Tannehill in this game. It will be, I, I think, uh, Will uh, Levi, Levi Jeans, or Levis, if you will. Uh, well, he, rumor has it they're going to be switching series. Ah, uh, fuck it. I, I, I don't care. I picked the Falcons. Um, I just... I. This is going to be the game, again, every one of these games is going to go opposite of what we say or what I say. Uh, this is going to be Derrick Henry runs for 250 yards and three touchdowns, but I'll believe it when I see it. They got a healthy B. John Robinson back. You got, a, you know, a rookie quarterback under center. The Titans are banged up anyway. Hopkins is looking to get traded or they're talking about getting traded. I mean, nothing has gone right for this Titans team, so I'm not backing them here. I'm going to take the Falcons and a field goal gets me the win. 35, this is the lowest over-under of the game of the week. Uh, Yeah, I took the Falcons, too. Yeah, Desmond Ritter on the road, though, scares the shit out of me. So, anyway, let's go to the 4 o'clocks. More shitty games as we go to Denver. Who wants to fucking talk about a Bronco game? But we have to. Chiefs are in Denver. They're seven-point favorites on the road. 46 is the over-under. Do you have any faith in the Broncos, you know, not losing by 40 points here? I think the only thing that is going to stop them is the weather. I haven't even looked at the weather. I should have looked at the weather for these games. Um, oh, they're expecting they're expecting seven. Uh, there's a high of 29, a low of 16, or something, and they're yeah, expecting whatever. Kansas City gets cold too. Six to 12 inches of snow. Really, a snow game? Well, uh, I can't go backwards now, and I will do. I will. Ne- I will not take Denver again this year. I don't think. Um, although I took them a couple of weeks ago and I think they won. Uh, but I will not do it here. I'm going to take the Chiefs in the seven points. I'm going to take the Chiefs too. I'm, I'm not going to – you'll never hear me all year long pick Denver. Yeah. Uh, well, although I picked them a couple of weeks ago. I forgot what game it was, but they won something. Uh, I forgot what it was. I think they made it covered. Maybe that's what they – You know what they won? won? You know what they won? Russell Wilson for another three years. That's what they won. Yeah. Oh, fucking barf. That's a fucking that's shit right there. Flush that down. You'll get nothing and like it. No, you won't. He's fucking trash, dude. Big trash. You want to talk about trash? How about the dumpster fire? That is the Arizona Cardinals. They are currently 10-point favorites, 10-point dogs at home versus Baltimore. 44.5 is the over-under here. Uh, all they're talking about now is Kyler Murray coming back. I forgot about that guy. I, I remember everybody thinking he was hot garbage last year. Now all of a sudden they're talking about him like he's the savior. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, Ravens, it's a lot of points. Another big road. So far, on the road, big road favorites. Eagles by seven. We had the Chiefs by seven. And now we got the Ravens by ten. I picked up Murray uh, in... I'm sure fantasy people are going to pick him up because he could score a lot of points. I don't care. No, for our team, for our as our backup. 
or two quarterback league. Oh, yeah, fine. I am backup. It's great. Well, we had Eagles defense, but the Eagles, man, they, they've been horrible. Not as good as I thought this year. No, but I, I keep riding them. I had them in uh, one league, and I won't give up on them. Uh, I do get rid of them. You wait till you see their fucking – I follow defense way more than you do. Wait till you see their fucking uh, schedule. It's brutal. All right. I'm not talking about Eagles defense now. I want to get done with this, get the picks, and get out of here. I want to uh, hang out with my wife for a little bit on Saturday night. So, uh, <laughs> I'm re- we, have the, we have that recorded. Yeah, you do. You, you take that to the – put that in your pipe and smoke it. Well, you go hang out with my wife too while you're at it. She's up there. <laughs> She's up here. Now, we saw her last night. Uh, as do we, we did see my uh, nephews, and they were cute as hell. So, uh, Ravens here. You taking the 10 points or no? Yeah. You're taking the 10 points? I am taking the 10 points, too. I'm a sucker for all these big lines. I'm going to get smoked by them. But... Uh, and then we will end up bouncing from the 4 o'clock because we already talked about 49 dollars Bengals. And so that leaves us two games left. And the first one is the Sunday night football game. It is the Brandon Staley fucking Los Angeles Charger piece of shit. Who they should have fired fucking last year, if not the year before. And he's blew the talent on that team. And the Justin Herbert early years. They're eight and a half point favorites versus Chicago in a terrible way to end Sunday. But can't do anything about it. No flex. So you got Chargers, Bears. Eight and a half points is the line in favor of Los Angeles. 46 and a half is the over-under. What are you going to do here with Chargers and the Bears? Another big line. I took the Bears. You took the Bears, as did I. I thought it was just too many points. But then again, I think when I went to go bet, I ended up uh, going against myself completely. Uh, but I, I did take the Bears here. I thought eight and a half was a lot. But then thinking, eh, you know what? No, I'm going to flip it. I'm going to take the Chargers. Fuck the Bears. They're going to they're gonna blow that team. If that team collapses, they're just going to blow them up. I don't even know what their record is now. The Chargers, yes. If the Chargers, if the Chargers start going down, Staley's out. The rest of them are out. But you know what? This is the Bears have been terrible all year, and then they they put the you know they put the he's a rookie, right? I think right. They went to didn't they go to Hoyer? I didn't follow what happened last week, but Fields is out still, and then they ended up going to I can't Pageant. yeah Pageant, right? Who's a rookie? If I'm not mistaken, D two, D two, D two, D two rookie, D two. He's D2, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, and so, I, you know, now you got going here against the Chargers. Khalil Mack eats this guy's lunch. Um, I originally took the Bears because I thought the eight and a half was a little much, but, you know, in hindsight, I'm picking the Chargers. So I'm picking the Chargers. You're picking they're, the Bears. They're two and four. Oh. Yeah. I, I, in, the NFL this season, contrary to what everybody else is talking about, is an awful league this year. Everything about it has been awful. Quarterback play has been awful. Uh, you know, you've had injuries left and right. Defensive play has not been impressive. It has not been a good year. Uh, but anyway, so let's finish it up and finish it up strong when we go and talk about Monday Night Football. You get to enjoy talking about your Raiders as they have the last game of the night. Another big spread, eight points in favor of the Detroit Lions who are at home in this one. So Las Vegas has to travel to Detroit in a Lions-Raiders game that only Lions and Raiders fans and degenerate gamblers will have interest in, obviously, because everybody piles in the Monday night games. Sunday night and Monday night games heavily bet. 
Uh, 46 is the over-under here. Do you think the Lions can cover this big, gigantic spread? Yes. Yeah, so do I. Your Raiders suck. They are really bad. Yeah. Although, you know, they have potential. They have potential to play. But, you know, I just yeah. don't see it. You know, and your coach, I, I sent you that thing earlier in the week. What has your coach done? And it is just, it's a crying shame how how bad he has performed. I mean, really. Dude, it's is. not, it's not even, it's, but that's not, and I get it. You're right. But at the same time, it's also not fair to put it all on him because it's his, look at, look, who, look at his talent. He doesn't, it's not, like Devontae Adams is great. I'm but. just going to read it down. Josh McDaniels Raiders resume. Blown five double-digit leads. Lost to a high school coach. Lost to Baker Mayfield, who had been traded to the Rams three days prior. Lost to a Division II quarterback. That was last week. Uh, and failed to score 20 points offensively in nine of his last ten games. I mean, fucking... Really, game really, over, really, man. Really it's game over. It's about to get all stupid up in here. You'll get nothing and like it. And boom goes the dynamite. Your team sucks. Yeah, they I, my suck, team's dude. worse. But fuck. Uh, I don't know about that. Raiders Giants. Oh, that would be a game that nobody would watch. Well, we ah for sure, man. I I would be. I wish I could be there. <laughs> fuck no, I did not want to watch that game. I do not want to invest my life, the hours of my life on that game. I've wasted so many hours of my life watching shitty football. I would not do it now at my age with kids and watch that game. Those two teams that don't know what they're doing. Two owners. Are there worse owners than Davis and Mara right now going in the game? No. In the game? No. I mean, they're awful. Maybe, maybe oh, no, maybe the Cleveland Brown owners. Uh, I mean... Maybe he just paid. I mean, he gave Deshaun Watson two hundred and thirty million dollars. But it was a play they just felt like they needed to make, right? They needed a, at least they did it for a quarterback and a quarterback that up to that point had kind of been proven, right? I mean, outside of obviously his his uh, his female masseuse, uh, you know, fascinations. Had- we paid. We paid. We paid a hundred and eighty million dollars. Is that what it was? No. 80 million? We paid Devontae Adams like $100 million uh, and he was 29 years old. Well, he's, again, he's talented though. It's okay. It's okay. I, I got to throw the Bears in there. The Bears are awful too. Bears have an awful ownership group. Um, but uh, right. anyway, uh, what are we Kicks. Lions, uh, it, Lions, 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 Raiders were both the Lions. Uh, so, and that's that. So, that, this is what we came to do. We came to see how we could lose you money, and we'll do that right now in fourth down. Fourth down. How'd you know it was fourth down? Because I told you, and then I played the Sounders, so I said it twice. So that's how, how that's how I do that. Just pure entertainment factor on your just engagement constantly. It's actually just me touching buttons. Uh, so here we go. Um, I will kick it off to you with your best bet and your uh, super picks for the week. Uh, five best bets as the uh, Circa contest is how we like to mimic our the start of our gambling segment here. So who's going to be your best bet for the week? Minnesota, minus one. Oh, look at that. The fucking Vikings. You are going to take the Vikings and that, that bait right there. Okay, go ahead. Take the Vikings and that minus one. Addison yep. all day, every day, right? That's the way it's going to be. Kirk Cousins isn't going to blow up on the road. 
Um, so Minnesota for you, as I said, I, I took San Francisco. So under the super picks, how are you going to line up your five super picks here? Philly, Philadelphia, Indy. and the seven points. Big spread on the road. Indeed, Indianapolis Colts as the dogs by two. San Francisco. Oh, so you're on board with me. So, okay, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Uh, Cincinnati. Oh, you fucking. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. I'm just Which, kidding. Which, what are you I'm... doing? You're getting me all fucking gonna... confused here. I'm going to fuck my head. I, I just wanted to see you cross out a bunch of times. I did. I just crossed uh, it. I I know. I'm No, I'm going to take San Francisco. Ah, you see, I knew, what I, I knew I knew what I was talking about. Go on. Uh, Kansas City. You took it the Chiefs, yes. Big spread central Det- here. Detroit. Detroit. I'm just I'm just fucking pissed that San Francisco went from three and a half to five and a half. I think that's fucking absurd. Why? It's just it's it's ridiculous. Like I I I, I sh- It like was Sam Darnold who hadn't played to Brock Purdy who had this team humming up until a couple weeks ago. In in a I, Cleveland we- game they should have won. They shouldn't have lost that game. That you argue that that game easily could have went the other way, and then last week, which was All right. I, I don't even know. I get Mo- it. Monday I get night. It. We, we've talked about floozy. this already. Yeah, we've already talked about this. Let's well, go anyway, on. you would be you would be you'll be super happy to hear that I have San Francisco just like you. I also have Kansas City just like you, and I have Detroit just like you. And then I filled in my five with the Newark Jets and that three-point spread and the Atlanta Falcons and that two-and-a-half-point spread. Yes, I took Desmond Ritter on the road and Zach Wilson as two of my three, or two of my five fucking super picks. That's how stupid I am. But, again, what are we going to do? On to our gambling. These are our bets for the week. Uh, I am sitting at uh, just under 7,000 for last week. The Rams game really screwed me, and then the San Francisco game screwed me as well. Uh, That would have – I wish San Francisco went the other way because that would have put me back up into the high sevens, and that would have been nice. It didn't happen, and so I sit under 7,000, so I'm down about uh, two grand, 2,200 for the year. Where are you at with your bankroll? Uh, I am at a total of $7,050. Yeah, all right. Down, so, yeah. We're right about that. De- well, 18. I'm down 1000 bucks after my uh, initial future bets. Right. Well, you had 2000 in future bets? Yeah, eight, 1800 You had 1800 I only had 1000 So I'm down. I'm still down about two grand, a little over two grand for the year. Excluding- my future bets are looking great, though. Uh, I checked mine. I checked mine last week, and they were not. The Micah Parsons is the one that I'm holding out hope for. Um, the other ones I don't. I, Bill Belichick is, is coach of the year is not going to work out well. That is going to uh, explode up right in my face. Money he got fucking. He got a contract extension. Money lost right there. Uh, uh, Sauce Gardner also fucking. That's a lost bet. Especially, see, he was even out last week. So I got Micah Parsons uh, as Defensive Player of the Year still alive. And I've got Peterson as Coach of the Year. Although, from everything I look like, I I mean, it's going to be outside of him running the table. Right now, it it looks like it is Dan Campbell uh, by a mile right now, the way that Vegas is, is booking it. So... Uh, but anyway, so those are our long-form bets. We just gave you our super contest and our best bets, so let's do our gambling here, try to make some cash. Uh, I'll let you go. You're doing better than me, so I'll go second. 
All right, so for my – I'm going to do a couple straight bets and a couple money line parlays, and then I got a prop bet to do. So, Oh, we haven't done props my, in a while. My money line parlay – I mean my money line straight bet is 250 to win 460, and that's going to be on my best bet, Minnesota. Minnesota, all right, take that one. Uh, then my spread bet is going to be a hundred to win 200. And that's going to be on the bears at eight and a half. I like Chicago there with the eight and a half. I could see. I just, I don't like, I don't like what LA is doing. I, I don't, I yeah, don't I really you. don't. That well, offense, the bears defense. That, it, it's just Herbert could throw for four touchdowns. I know, but the bears defense has been, you know, They've been pretty good the past two weeks, three weeks. So yeah, I got you. I, I hear you. All right. So, um, so Chicago in the spread. Yep. Money line parlay, hundred to win five fifty. That's going to be Philly. That's going to be Miami. And then to get some odds, I'm going to take the Rams over the Cowboys. Yeah. Well, you always like to throw in that one dog, right? And like last week, all but one of the dogs that covered I one. Know. So I uh, dogs have been, you know, and there was another podcast that I listened to the favorites with, uh, Hunter, Simon Hunter. And, uh, I forgot the guy's name that, uh, does it, uh, Chad Millman, Chad Millman, Simon Hunter. And they now do, uh, they do dogs, dog win money line, uh, round Robins. So they pick a couple and then they just cycle through hoping that they get the, whatever the round Robin, uh, parlay. So. Um, all right, so you did Philadelphia. It's not a bad, it's not a bad way to, to play. No, I mean, if, if you're hitting like seven out of eight dogs win, I mean, you know, you just got to pick a couple that are right and then away you go. So yeah, you could also go on like a, a fucking eight week stretch where you don't hit shit. I guess, but I mean, they've been, I, we do it every week, dude. They, they cover what 60 to 75% of the dogs that cover just win. So if you do the round rock, I mean, it makes sense, man. I, 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 once it hits, you know, it's one of those. It's like, ah, oh, you're good. So anyway, um, we continue on. You have a Moneyline Parlay, Philly, Miami, and the Rams. Moneyline Parlay. So hopefully the Rams help you out there. And then you got the two favorites. Yep. And then I'm going to do another Moneyline Parlay of KC. I'm going to take Baltimore. And I'm going to take San Francisco. San Francisco. Kansas City, Baltimore, San Francisco. Moneyline parlays. All favorites. All favorites. What are you betting on that? A hundred. All right. I got to see what the updated cash out is going to be, though, because I don't know. Everything's odds have changed. So what are you doing with your prop, or do you still have more bets before the prop bet? I have a prop. I have one more prop. I have, my prop bet is going to be my anytime touchdown. Uh, these have not and worked out for you this year, but I, I don't even know if you've gotten close. Have you gotten close with these? Uh, yeah, I hit I hit two out of three, um, uh, numerous of uh, uh, numerous times. Okay, all right. Well, hopefully you get three out of three this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, um, that bet is a hundred to win two fifty. By the way, on the KC Baltimore Cincinnati. Sure, gotcha. And the prop is. Um, Swift anytime touchdown. DeAndre Brees, Swift, Brees Hall anytime touchdown. Ah, against the G Men, he's been on kind of a tear here, at least stat wise. And Olivin Kamara anytime touchdown. 
Kamara, who has quietly had a good year coming off of suspension. Big monster week two weeks ago. Was it Thursday? Last week. Last week, the Thursday night game, right? I think he had 23 points or something on the the, uh, Thursday night game. So Swift, Brees Hall, Alvin Kamara for a three-way anytime touchdown parlay. 50 to win 450. There you go. And that's why you do that, because it pays off big. So Minnesota on the money line. Then you have Chicago in the eight and a half. You have a money line parlay of Philadelphia, Miami, and the Rams. You also have a money line parlay of Kansas City, Baltimore, and San Francisco. And then the anytime touchdown scoring prop parlay of DeAndre Swift, Brees Hall, and Alvin Kamara. Will that do it for you for week eight? That's it. And that is it. All she wrote for Chris. And I will rip through mine. I did a total of five bets. They're all parlays or teases. I will start off with two teasers. And these are, these teams were so much better three weeks ago that this is going to be the return to form. And these are easy wins. That's what I'm calling these uh, front three uh, teases here. First one. Philadelphia, bringing them down to one. Miami, bringing them down to three. Kansas City, bringing them down to one. My second, these are all going to, that's going to be 200 for 520. My second tease is going to be San Francisco down to half a, getting half a point. Dallas getting a point. Detroit getting two points. Give me 200 for 520 there. And then my third one is going to be Kansas City minus one. Detroit minus two, and San Francisco getting half a point. Give me 250 there for 650. So as you can see, I kind of have, it's kind of like a round robin, but different. I kind of put them all over the place. So Philly, Miami, Kansas City is one. San Fran, Dallas, Detroit is two. Kansas City, Detroit, San Fran is three. My next one is going to be, there. then I got two parlays. Parlay number one, money line. I'm going right like you, buddy. I'm going Pittsburgh to win at home, Green Bay to win at home, and the Jets to win at home as a dog because it's Eth Rutherford and it's a Giants home game. So Pittsburgh, Green Bay, and the Jets all to win 100 for 647 there. And then my second is going to be a spread parlay. Give me Kansas City in the city. This is going to be blowout central. These teams are going to blow them out because the other teams stink. Kansas City in the seven points. Because Denver stinks. The Chargers in eight and a half points because the Bears stink. And then Detroit Lions and eight points because the Raiders. I wanted this one. Damn it. The Las Vegas Raiders stink. Uh, but I hit the wrong fucking button, so it just sounded like absolute goddamn dog shit. Anyway, give me a hundred to win seven oh one there and call it a day. So again, my two parlays, money line, Pitt, Green Bay, Jets, that's one. And then with the lines, Kansas City, Chargers, and the Lions. And I guess that'll do it. So we're out of here for week eight, sir. I wish you all the best on your Sunday. You're gonna enjoy your last day before the wife comes back into town or what? I gotta finish working in the house and then go to bed and then go to work. Oh, okay. So you got some work to do on Sunday. So, well, I have to coach two goddamn fucking rec soccer teams. 
and I got to do that final rec soccer games of the year. Thank God. Not because I don't love my kids, oh, just shit. because it's a lot. After a while, you're like, I'm done. I'm done with rec soccer. I'm done. I'm finished. So anyway, to all of you playing at home, all four of you, we hope that your bets do good. And to anybody that might have tuned in, uh, tune in again. Why not? Because uh, we're just as shitty as everybody else when it comes down to picks. Trust us. We listen to all of them. So, Anyway, Chris, enjoy your Sunday. I will talk to you later. Up and out. We're peace. Adios.